Welcome back to another episode of I'm your host, Schneef. Today we have a really important guest who has a very unique story. His name's Jack. He has a unique background. He's currently an assistant football coach at a high school. Uh, I know we've been away for a while, but we're, we're ready to get back into it. So, Jack, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I'm glad that we finally got this scheduled. I know we had some uh, scheduling issues in the past, but we're finally together. We're getting this recorded. Super excited to have you on. If you could just introduce yourself for the audience, that'd be great. Yeah, my, na- my name is Jack Pulte. I'm 26 years old. I'm originally from right outside of Philadelphia. Um, I live in Utah now. Um, out of high school, I enlisted in the United States military. Um, I served in the Army. Um, I had to get out after a pretty bad uh, traumatic brain injury. Um, and after that, after I got out and after about two years of recovery, I started coaching football and moved out to Utah. And um, I worked for Weber State football for two seasons and then went back to coaching the high school game. Um, and then um, finished my degree in physical education. Um, my passion is to work with kids with special needs and um, disabilities. So, um, but yeah, that's... That's pretty much a little bit about me. Awesome. Well, we'll dive right into that. But this episode is going to be about uh, mental health and, you know, kind of sports and how that that sports aspect can kind of help mental health in a lot of areas of people's lives. Right. For sure. All right. So let's just, you know, dive right into it. You said you worked with Weber State for for two years in the football program. You know, how did being a part of a group like that improve and help your mental health after after your uh, your experience in the military? Yeah, for sure. Like, so like obviously growing up, like I played sports my, my entire life. I I was always part of a team every season. Like I I was playing baseball, basketball, football, soccer, you name it. Well, I told her brothers, we played it. Um, so we were always running around. So being part of that team um, environment, like always kind of drove me because I I didn't want to let the guy next, next to me down. Um, and then, Growing up, like it was my goal since I was five years old to go into the military and go to special forces. And, you know, be, everyone growing up wanted to be a professional athlete. I, I wanted to go in the military. Um, that was my goal. Um, and when I, after high school, well, like my senior, my summer of senior year, I was obviously getting ready to play football. I can remember I was eating dinner with my parents one night and I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to go to college. Like I have no interest. I, I want to go after my goal. And, and go into the army and go for special forces and go to ranger school and, and the whole nine yards. Um, and they were like, I have an awesome family, awesome parents, um, two older brothers and um, a sister-in-law who have been nothing but supportive during my journey in the army and after the army um, during that process. Um, so, and then, so like when I got the job, when I started coaching football, I started coaching at my high school it's called Garnet Valley High School, and um, I worked for a great coach, Mike Ricky. He's like my second dad, and I worked there for three years. And then, I don't know if you obviously remember the pandemic, COVID. Uh, like during that kind of shutdown, I sent like I don't know 350 emails to different colleges around the country, and Weber State football was the first one to reach out, and they said he'd come out, finish your degree. And nine days later, I drove across the country and moved to Utah. Um, it's a pretty incredible story. I've been here three years now. Um, I think I'm on my way out of Utah, but we'll see where um, I go next, get a job. But um, those two seasons working for Weber State football, it taught me a lot. I mean, it taught me a lot about not only football, but people. Because 
in Utah, there's, there's people from different walks of life. You have Polynesians, you have uh, Mormons, non-Mormons, um, white, black, whatever it may be. Um, it taught me how to connect again with being around that team environment, um, which I missed when I got out of the military and I missed when I was going through my injury. Um, so those two years, um, it, it helped me grow not only as a person, but obviously mentally, because um, we'll get more into that story, but um, there, there was some tough years and um, I like to say Weber State football kind of propelled me to kind of go on in my life and um, find that next chapter of what my true passion was. And that's coaching, teaching, um, and then going from that there. So, yeah. So you mentioned being a part of, you know, the team environment, having that camaraderie of people around you that you care about and that care about you. Um, yeah that's all really important when it comes to, to mental health and overcoming obstacles and, you know, sure. specifically your story, your traumatic injury. Could you yeah. touch a little bit on how just having people around you that really care about you and yeah. want to see so, you succeed, you know, helps your mental health. For sure. For sure. So after I got out of the military, um, I had a pretty bad TBI, like I was saying, and it took me about two years to recover um, to kind of feel back to normal. I was going to physical therapy. Um, I was doing eye therapy um, I was even going to see a therapist myself, um, but um, kind of having that, those, you have to have that strong bond around you. And I think there's a stigma around mental health. Um, I've gone through two other head injuries after my one in the military. Um, this past February, I was recently in a ski accident. And um, you, you, you start to really understand like that, that team aspect that, that you miss and you miss that having those people around you because when you reach out to people and you say like, Oh, I'm not going through a tough time or I'm going through a tough time and I'm not doing so well. Like there's some people who are going to push you away and there's some people who are going to kind of open their arms a little bit. Um, so I think like doing this podcast, like I want to help people because there, I'm sure there's tons of people out there, our age, um, playing sports, whether or not playing sports, working in sports, whatever it may be. And this is not just athlete center. This is everyone. Cause I think there's a huge stigma around mental health. And for a while I was afraid to kind of speak up and reach out and try to get help. And, um, I think that's what made it worse. Um, I think also what made it worse was people not being open to help and not understanding what mental health was and what the stigma around it that needs to be broken down around it. Um, which is a sad deal. And, um, but I hope this podcast can educate people and, um, we can use this to kind of propel that and continue to have the conversation. Um, because it's not just about, Oh, I'm sad. It, it will, it's a whole different thing. If that makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. And I, I think you're 100% correct. There is a stigma around mental health and mm -hmm. specifically males, I think have For sure. you know, some of the worst part of that because, as a man, we're supposed to be strong and independent and support, you know, our families and whatever. Right. But yeah, it's, it's okay to admit that you're not okay. Right. You know, sometimes there can be things that are wrong and that that's a part of life and it happens. Right. And we can't be afraid to talk about it and tell people about it because right. then we're not helping ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. And there's, there's that barrier that it needs to be broken, like you said, and we need to get past that because if we don't, then we're in trouble. You know what I mean? And right. we're all going to have these mental health problems. If you, if you can't talk to anybody. Exactly. 
And that's what I love about, you know, currently I'm a, I'm a current college football player. I play at North Dakota State University. That's awesome. The, some of the best people in my lives are the friends that I've made here. And they, I will share everything with them. My roommates, you know, really close with them. Some we guys should. that aren't on the team anymore, but those are the people around me that are my core people. And I know will help me through any hard times that I have. For but sure. if I don't tell them about it, then how are they going to know? Exactly. And like, obviously like me getting out of sports and like, I'm a coach right now and I get, I get to where I've worked with kids all the way down from five years old and all the way up to obviously what my experience in the college level and like, you, you can't like everyone thinks that, Oh, you're always going to have a good day. You're not always going to have a good day, but if those, you find the wins in the, those days, but, um, and like one thing I want to touch on is like, there's a difference between sadness and depression. Like, and like, yeah, there's gonna be sad moments during your day, whatever it may be. Like you don't do well on a test or you get a flat tire. That's a frustrating, sad moment, angry moment, whatever it may be. But depression is a whole lot different. Like, like we just had September and mental health awareness month. And, um, I remember I was talking to, um, someone in, uh, someone at my work about like the stigma around mental health and why there's so much stigma around us young people with it. Because especially in men, like we look weak. Some people think when we ask for help, um, like I've been called toxic um, during a depression spout or when I reached out for help from people um, and they just, I feel like some people just don't know what it is and just don't know how to help. And um, I think there's some aspect out there that, there's some people out there who they want to help, but they really don't know how. And they want to represent the mental health community, but they really don't know how. And I just hope that this podcast can kind of open those airways to kind of connect and continue the conversation of what, like, what, med- like, we, we're, at, you're an athlete, like, you go into a weight room, you train, a, you train your muscles to go compete on a football field. Well, why can't we train our mind to go help us get through? our daily day or a practice or a hard workout or whatever it may be. Yeah. And I think you brought up a great point there. There's people that do want to help, but they don't right. know how. Exactly. So what advice can you give to those people? What's the best way to help or how can you get started to help someone? Yeah. Like I think the biggest thing is just be a friend. Like I know it sounds cliche and it sounds kind of corny, but just be a friend. Like, um, I'm sure, like you said, like you have those buddies that you can go to and that's awesome. Like that's what us, we need in society. And um, like you, you don't know what you being a positive aspect to that person's life is what they're doing because you don't know what they're battling on the inside. Um, like for me, like as a person and someone who's dealt with depression and dealt with mental health, like this past winter, like I had to go through another concussion and I'm trying to. I'm going to graduate college here um, in December and I'm trying to finish a degree and I'm going through a concussion. And I, and I live a couple thousand miles away from um, my family back East. And, you know, it got, it got to be a very lonely time. And I remember I reached out to a couple friends and like, I, I, I don't think they understand truly what mental health is. And that's what kind of gave me this idea, like to kind of show and open up and break the stigma. Cause after talking about it, in a different platform with other people, like what about mental health was. And I went to see a speaker a couple months ago, talk about what mental health was. And he, he stood up there and he, he told a story and he said, so many young people 
want to help, but they're too scared to help because they don't know what the outcome is going to be. And like, there's 22 veterans a day who commit suicide, and that's way too many. And wow. there's there's young people, there's college athletes who commit suicide. Um, I forget the girl's name, um, but the Stanford soccer player who a couple years ago tragically passed away due to suicide, or the quarterback for Washington State, like Holinsky. that, that shouldn't be Ryan Holinsky. That that shouldn't be happening in in our world today. Like this has to stop. And because I know I don't want to be a statistic because I still want to be here and I want other people around me to still want to be here. So like, I kind of made this, like this mission, like if people aren't going to help me, I want to help others because I want to be the one to kind of open the voice and be an open voice and say, it's okay to say, Oh, I'm not doing well. I need help because I feel like not enough young people in our generation are doing that. And that's what's causing this so much like craziness in our world or these tragic stories of young people who are, have a bright, successful future in front of them who are not here with us anymore. And I know I don't want to see that happening anymore. Um, and I just hope the young people around us and can kind of hear this message and continue to have the open conversation because it's okay not to be okay. You just have to be willing to ask for help and that other person, I hope they can open their mind um, and help you or help that person who's struggling and going through that kind of crisis in their life. Yeah, I think um, you brought up a really interesting point there about, um, you know, not knowing how to help and whatnot with athletes, because you're right. There are these athletes that, you know, take their lives and not just athletes, but, you know, everyone. And it's really sad, sure. but you brought up Ryan Holinsky. Um, yep. Washington State quarterback. People mm -hmm. thought he had he had it all, right? He oh yeah. Well, you know, nobody really knew he had off field problems because he he wasn't opening up and he didn't know how. Um, right. There's a great foundation called Holinsky's Hope. Um, yeah. I know at NDSU that we've we've met with them and we've did a Zoom call with them. I actually just got a Holinsky's Hope bracelet the other That's day. Awesome. Um, they kind of go around and they share his story. It's yeah. super tragic and this is what this podcast is about. This episode right here is preventing that from happening. But an interesting sure. fact about that, that hopefully will help some people is um, before, you know, he tragically passed away, he hid his phone. They couldn't find his phone anywhere. They found it months later when new tenants moved into the apartment, it was in the air vent. Um, yeah. His parents they sent his phone over to China to a company uh -huh. that could unlock his phone without it setting off the, the you know locking you out for an hour if you forget the passcode too many times right for sure um he changed his passcode nobody yeah. knew what the passcode was but he changed it to seven six seven seven nine nine and if if you don't know what that is it spells out sorry with two y's yeah he didn't know how to get help but exactly. he, he knew that this would hurt people um, so if you're struggling out there, talk to somebody because people will miss you and you have a bright future, like Jack said. For sure. It's then, tragic that it happens. It really is. Exactly. And then, like, I think the biggest thing around it is, like, like, like we talk about the stigma and, like, you think you're weird or you think the person's toxic or you think the person's crazy. No, they just need help and they just need 
someone to show that, oh, I'm here. And it may be, I don't know, go hang out with a friend or a conversation or a phone call, whatever it may be. You don't know what that person's struggling with inside that I think people tend to forget that, oh, just because they're happy on the outside doesn't mean they're going to be happy on the inside. And I know that sounds cliche, um, but I think in our world today, especially athletes, like you guys go through so much, like you have school, you have, it's a full-time job playing a sport. And then you have all the extra curriculars that come with it. The lifts, the, whatever, the study halls, whatever it may be. There's a lot of pressure around you. And during my time in athletics, like I saw, and I still see it today, even with high school kids, um, the pressure that you guys are under and the pressure that you guys put on yourselves perform on the field on game, on game days, on Saturdays, whatever, maybe play. Um, but I think the biggest thing that we're forgetting is what's going on in between your ears. And I think people, like we say, there's, there's a stigma that I want to help break down. And um, I hope this can launch it and um, we can grow this and um, continue to have this conversation because I, I've seen people shut people out because they're depressed or they think they're crazy or they think they're toxic. No, it, it's just, it, it's okay not to be okay. Like I keep saying, you just need to be willing to help and be willing to hear their side and be willing to hear, oh, they're struggling. Let's get this person help. Absolutely. One thing that, that I want to talk about, um, specifically with your time at Weber State. For sure. So people have this, this you know, kind of thought process that athletes have they have it all right they live an amazing life they have all the glamour everything they could ever want um i've seen it firsthand though that people struggle um what have you seen with your time at weaver state of college athletics and people struggling with mental health you know how common is it yeah like i mean i've seen athletes like obviously like you don't know what they're going through like obviously like we talked about it's a a full-time job what you guys are doing um from my standpoint like, I would always just try to have a conversation with the players, you know, be a friend, you know, kind of take them, their stress off football for a minute. Just ask how they're doing. How's their family doing? Because then that's when you really get to know the person. They tend to kind of open up and trust you. Um, like, from my time at Weber State, like, I think Weber State does a tremendous job with mental health. Um, they have students who represent it. They have a staff on campus. Um, who can connect you if you need help or you need someone to talk to or a therapist, whatever it may be, um, to give them that support. Um, but I think Weber State is one of the, you know, kind of cutting edge people of of what this is about and how to help people and how to kind of take the stress off of that stigma around mental health. Um, because we don't want to have another story of, a student athlete at any university not here with us anymore and they can continue to have their successful life. Um, like Ryan day at the university of Ohio or the Ohio state university. Um, he's a big mental health advocate. Um, his dad committed suicide when he was young. Um, and he he's huge into, he has players go see counselors and he has counselors on his staff who help the players and help the student athletes at Ohio state university or the Ohio state university. Um, but I think the biggest thing from a overall college athletic standpoint and overall sports standpoint, even at all levels, 
is just we need to have more support and more people that advocates around the games or around the athletics that can help the students in a way we need we need to be able as individuals to be willing to help the person who's asking for help because i think that's where we're hitting the wall when you ask for help that person kind of pushes you away or think there's puts up that stigma around it and that's what i hope this podcast can kind of break down and say it's okay not to be okay and it's okay to help that person because you never know what it can do it can change change that person's life yeah it absolutely can and i think you said this earlier but you don't know what someone's going through on their in their personal life if sure. you don't if you don't ask if you don't get For to sure. know them and i've had a lot of great relationships here at north dakota state uh, but my my best relationships are you know, the coaches who, who take interest in me for not just a football player, but for who I am. You know, yeah. they, they ask about my family. They ask about my brother. You know, they, they actually want to know what's going on in my life. And, for sure. you know, I'm super grateful for that because we do have such a good coaching staff. But also, like you said, here at NDSU, we have a, a mental health um, counselor, a part of the team. Uh, she she mm-hmm. does a great job. She's great at what she does. And she's a huge advocate for mental health. We also sure. have counselors that we can see that is completely free of charge for us. So I believe that here at North Dakota State, we're also headed in that right direction. Like yeah. We know that it's I an know. issue and it happens a lot and we're, yeah. we're ready to hit it if it ever happens to us. For sure, for sure. And like, I, I don't know where this podcast, when I got on this podcast, I was, you know, I was nervous, like to share my story and speak up because I didn't want to come out like, oh, poor me, poor me, or he's weak, but when, when I was, when I, when we connected about doing this and um, like I reached out to my family about doing it and, um, and I reached out to a few friends and they all said it, it, it created a difference. And um, like, I'm 26 years old right now. And like on my birthday in July, like I tried to take my life, I, I'll be honest, like, and I, and I'm still here. And if, if it wasn't for the support I had, like from former teammates and, um, former people I've worked with and former people I've been around through athletics, like I probably wouldn't be here anymore. Um, I'm grateful. I'm still here. I'm, I'm grateful. I get to wake up every day and, and kind of continue to go on in my day and continue to make an impact. But that's what kind of gave me the idea of this. Oh, I want to use my story to help someone instead of keeping it to myself and having that anger and frustration with myself and things around me kind of build up. I, I want to put it out in the world and um, hopefully change someone else's life and have them say, oh, it's okay to speak up or say it's okay when you're struggling or going through something. Cause we all have struggles. We all, we all go through stuff during our day. Um, but it's how we handle that and learn to handle it and go through our day and kind of go on so we can have successful lives and have happy, loving lives and be around people who support us and cherish us. And, but I think like just, being on this, like, like, thanks for letting me do this. I appreciate it. Um, but I think just being around a team and around people, like with athletics, like it, it's going to help a lot and it's going to help you go on your entire life just to know how to handle things, know that you can count on people when you are down or when you are struggling with something in life. Yeah, absolutely. It, it all goes back to, you know, having people in your life that, that care about you and, being able to share your experiences with people is extremely important. I'm very glad you're still here with us today. I think your story is important and it's a, 
it's a unique experience to, to be able to have these conversations with you because there are a lot of people that aren't willing to talk about it, even if they are going through the struggle. And so for, for us to have you on the show, you know, we're extremely grateful for it and sure. have a, a great sure. message for people. We're extremely excited. Um, I have another question for you if you've, if you've got time. Yeah, of course. What do you think, like, how do you talk to your high school students right now about mental health? Is that something that you try to, to get into your coaching philosophy? Yeah, like, so luckily for me, like, growing up, like, I had a coach at the high school level who was very open about it. And I had coaches who were kind of like other father figures. Like, I, like I talked to one today on the phone for probably an hour and um, just catching up and just kind of reconnecting and um, and – I told him I was going on this podcast tonight and told him like, he knows about my story and um, he heard about kind of what I've been through. And he said, he said, Jack, like there, there, there's, there's something that there, there's a can and I can't like, you can do something and then you can't like, if you're not here, you, you, you can't do it. Like if you, if you are here, you can do it. Um, and I think that's what kind of like it triggered it in me. Like we want more, I can, and we want more people to, say, oh, that was a great day, or I had a day, or, you know, like, you want more of that aspect, um, but with my student-athletes, personally, like, yeah, I'm very open, like, I'm very, like, like, if you're down, and you're struggling, like, you can come talk to me, like, these kids, like, you know, they're always on social media, and Snapchat, and Twitter, and whatever it may be, like, kids don't know how to talk to each other anymore, even, like, at our, our age, in college, and stuff, people don't know how to have conversations, like, I was on my college campus, the other day and like I was sitting in a room and there was other people like kind of around us in the library and everyone was on their phone and people don't know how to talk to each other anymore. I know we're in a library, but like it, and like when you walk through college campuses, like you just see everyone looking down at their phone, you see no one looking up, you know, giving a smile, giving a wave. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. Like when I sit in a class, like, um, like people just sit there and look at their phone until class starts. Nobody has a conversation. Um, so like for my student athletes, I, I tell them to kind of put down their phone and connect with their teammate or their fellow peer in class or their teacher or coach. It, it can, that conversation, you never know what it can do for someone. You never know what it's going to make. It can make their day. Cause I know I've been, when I was in a really low place, like I'll never, like I had a conversation with someone and it made my day. Like, like that person has no idea. Like I went about, they went about their day. I went about my day, but it kept me going because I had that little time to kind of just forget about everything in the world and just talk and just listen and um, talk about something so off topic. So I think the connection aspect, what we're seeing, like your question was, how do I kind of use that with my student athletes today? Like, I think the biggest thing is, is connection. Like, I think that's what the, the missing piece is in, in our society as a whole. Like we don't connect with anyone and, I think we're all on our phones and we're all kind of looking down on our phones, social media, you know, kids are on Snapchat. You know, I walk through my, even my college campus and I just see people looking at their phones or when you go sit down and take a class, like you just see people staring at their phones. Um, you never know what a conversation can do for someone. Um, so for me, like I try to be very open. Like I'm here if you want to talk about other things besides football, like you know, we were all kids. We were all going through stuff like, you know, high school kids, you know, they have tests, you know, they have girlfriends, whatever it may be, you know, they have stuff at home. What, 
whatever it may be, we, we've all been there. So for me, like, I just try to have the open dialogue, like, Hey, like you can have that conversation. Like it's okay not to be struggling with someone or be struggling with some something or be struggling about or worried about something, whatever it may be. Like for me, like when I was down in my really deep, dark place, like, like I missed the conversation. Like I missed having people around me. Like, you know, I'll never forget. Like when I was sitting in a class one day, that person will never know like what that conversation, what having a conversation meant and what it did for my day. And they went about their life and I went about my day and whatever it may be, but they, they, they'll never know like what the impact it had on me. So I try to kind of bring that every single day with my athletes and my students and the people around me that I affect. I want to be in a positive way instead of, and have, oh, it's okay to kind of have a conversation or say you're struggling with this or get advice on this because we all need that in life. Like we're all, we're all going to hit, hit the, not rock bottom, but hit the wall some days, like worried about tests or whatever it may be. I think that's the biggest thing I try with my student athletes. Right. And I've got, I've got a couple points that I want to bring up about what you just shared. Um, one, you used the word toxic earlier. I think social media nowadays is toxic. It's oh, for sure. ruining people's lives because you have, like you said, young people that, that you interact with every day and what they see yeah. on social media is what they compare themselves to. Right. What they see on social media you know, posts of their friends or other people that they follow and whatnot, that's those yeah. people at their very best. That's not day to day, you know, exactly. th that's at their very best in the perfect moment. And that's why that's posted. They're not posting right. when they have hard times. And I don't, I don't think enough people really realize that. And all they see is, Oh, well, this person's traveling here. Look at this. So they're doing this. That's not what they're doing all the time. That's exactly. the very best moment in their life right now. Exactly. And also, yeah. You said people are always looking down. They're on their phones. That is so true. And we have yeah. a coach here that always tells us to, to log off and log in. And what he means by that is get off your phone and talk to your teammate. Have a conversation with the guy next to you. Go sit with the guy in the back of the room. You know, if I'm a, I'm a senior and I'm sitting in the front of the room in the front row, get up and go to the back and talk to one of the freshmen. Get to know your teammates. Get to know the people sure. around you and have good conversations. Yeah. Also, like you said, we, not, we might not be hitting rock bottom, but we're going to hit a wall someday. Exactly. Nobody's Superman. No. We're all just human, regular human beings. And, you know, there's ups and there's downs and there's places in the middle. And sometimes you're going to be down. You can't oh, yeah. be at an all-time high every single day. It doesn't no. work like that. That's not life. We wish. Right. We wish. But that's not how it works. And to realize that that, that happens more often than people think, that's what we need to achieve. For sure. Uh, that it's just that's where we are and we don't realize that right now all we see is people at their all-time best so you think like well this person's never had a bad day this person's not going through anything you can't believe exactly. what you see on social media because it's it's almost fake it's uh, yes it's real it's real people real things that they did but it's not their day-to-day -day life right exactly and like obviously you're a student athlete and like we, we've all been through that i kind of compare it to a hard workout like you know like when the coach is yelling or you're doing a hard workout in the weight room or your conditioning, whatever it may be that that's what depression feels like. And you feel like that 24 seven. And, and there's this, like, you feel like it's never going to end. And I don't know if you've ever been, I'm sure you've been in a hard workout, obviously playing at a successful program like North Dakota state. But like, for me, like that's how I kind of deal with it. Like 
I run, like I've run marathons. I, I go to a CrossFit gym and I, like if, if we can get through the hard things in life, like it's going to make life a little bit better, but we're going to have to do it around people around us. Like I remember when I was, I ran a marathon last May and I was running this marathon and it was a couple months after my accident. And, you know, and I was like, I kind of pinched myself that I'm still here. And I pinched myself after my TBI in the military. And I, and I, in that two years of just PT and going through that. And then I pinched myself after, you know, the accident that I, had on a mountain but you know like you see the camaraderie around people and you feel good around people like you can do hard things around people so that's what i compare kind of depression to is running the marathon like you're going to run it around people you're with people you're going to get that boost of energy following that guy in front of you that you want to catch up to you know and i think in like if you ever run a marathon or run a race or you know a football game when the fans are cheering you want people to be around you cheering and you want people to be around you saying it's a, it's okay not to feel okay, but we can get through it. Like, like we, we call the word, we say the word toxic. Like I heard it a couple months ago and you know, it, it hurt, like it hurt to hear toxic, you know? And that, that's what kind of got these wheels spinning. Like I want to break the stigma of toxic. Like I don't want people to be called toxic because they're not feeling good on the inside. I, w- I want that toxic to kind of display, like disperse and make it into a positive saying, okay, like, let's have that, let's run that marathon together. Let, let's, let's be around those people together. And let's, let, you know, like, obviously I compare it to sports because, you know, like you're an athlete, like we all, we all want a team. We all want a team around us, whether our family or friends or whatever it may be. And when you don't have that team, it's a very lonely place. So I think that's the biggest thing, like that connection aspect that we were talking about with everyone's on their phone all the time. Like if you walk around a college campus, like we said, like, Everyone's on their phone. Like, um, I remember I was I was at a restaurant a couple weeks ago, and there was a couple next to me, and they were just sitting on their phone. And like, I wanted to get up and be like, just talk to each other. Like, you know, like nobody knows how to talk to each other. Nobody knows how to kind of just have a conversation without looking at their phone. And I think that's a big cause of our mental health. And like you said, like you're looking at people in their best moment of their life in that picture, but you don't know what's going on really inside of them. And that's what I think. Like you look at an athlete, they post a picture of them running for a touchdown in a game. The, the, everything's great, but what are they going through off the field? And what are they trying to control off the field? But I think that's the biggest thing um, from that aspect. I agree. That is absolutely true. One thing that you brought up is you were talking about the marathon that you were running. Um, and I want to kind of relate that story to, to mental health and depression. I've heard that depression be called the suck. You know, yeah. like running a marathon, you're in the suck, right? It's, oh, it sucks. Yeah. You know, being in fall camp, we call it the suck. Like fall camp sucks. Right. So comparing sure. mental health, you know, and being depressed to the suck, the suck is short-lived. Just sure. know that the sun will rise. Exactly. It, it's short-lived and it, it may be hard now and things may not be looking too good. Yeah. You go to bed, you wake up, the sun's going to rise. It's a brand new day. The suck is short-lived and if you can get through it, you've got a chance to succeed for sure. Exactly. And like my time during the military, when I was trained to go in, like, you know, I, I had to be in the suck a lot. Like I had to get used to being uncomfortable and that's what mental health feels like. It, it, it's uncomfortable. Like you don't, you don't feel good. Like you don't want to get out of bed. Um, you don't want to get up. Um, but like, I think the aspect, like, you know, I heard the quote a couple weeks, months ago, what a day, like, and like, I want to be able to have say what a day 
at the end of the day and say, oh, whether it was a good day or a bad day, I want to be able to say what a day, you know, like I'm grateful I'm still here. I'm grateful that I, you know, I can talk on this podcast or I can go and, and impact young people in a positive way or I'm going to walk across the stage um, because a couple years ago, I didn't think I was ever going to walk across that stage after my TBI in the military. And I hope my story can help. Like, it's okay not to feel okay. And there, there's going to be barriers. There's going to be walls that we got to punch through. Just like in football, you know, I compare everything to football. Like, if you're around my family, like, they'll compare everything to me around football because that's the only way I talk in. Um, so, and like you being an athlete, there's always going to be, you know, that linebacker that you got to hit or the fullback you got to take on. Um, but I think we need to be able to lock down those walls together and not be afraid to be a friend and not be afraid to put your hand out when someone's asking for help, even if you never helped before. But if we're going to represent us as society and mental health experts and, you know, people on a college campus and college athletics, we need, we need to have that connection and that camaraderie and that, that community aspect and be able to put the phone down or have that conversation or whatever it may be. But th those, those are my biggest things from that, um, from that topic of this discussion. Yeah, and uh, one thing that I would like to point out, uh, do you know who Jocko Willink is? Oh, yeah, love that guy. So, Listen to his podcast, podcast every day. Yeah, he's tremendous. He's got a lot of great things to say, and he's got, he's got this video on YouTube. It's called Good. Um, yep, love it. I watch you know, it every week. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so there's going to be, like, with mental health, there's a lot of bad things, right? And For there's sure. a lot of bad things that happen to you, and, and it seems like everything's going wrong. But if you can find the good that comes from it, then you're, that's what you need. Sure, a lot of right. bad things happen, but find the positive in everything. And he's, right. that's, it's a short video on YouTube. You know, for the audience, if you don't know what we're talking about, go on YouTube, right. type in good, Jocko Willink, it'll pop up. It's, it's a short video. And basically, what he's saying is, you know, in his, he's got a company. And say he get, their mission gets canceled. He says, good, we can focus on another one. Or sure. you didn't get the you know, the raise that you wanted. Good opportunity for you to work harder. And so mm -hmm. like all these bad things happen, but there are good opportunities that come from it. And at the end of the video, he goes, that's it. Reload, right. recalibrate, re-engage and go out on the attack. Right. Every day you need to go out on the attack. Every day. Exactly. And find the good things in your life, even when everything seems so bad. And, you know, you're depressed. You've got this or that going on. Just keep attacking, keep going forward, keep fighting. For sure. And like, that, that's awesome. And like, you know, speaking of the good, like you got to find the good things in your day. Like, you know, I go run around a lake um, kind of near my, kind of like probably like 20, 20 minutes away from my house. I go park there and I park at the spot every time. And I look at that spot and I look at that spot as a good place and a bad place. That is a bad place because that's where I, you know, try to end it all. Um, it's a good place because I get to watch the sunrise every morning after my run because I'll get up and run early um, and I'll just go and I won't, some days I won't even listen to music. I'll just hear what's around me and you know, like it's good. Like, you know, we talked about the good video. Like it's good that I get to run another mile. It's good that I get to, you know, see that person um, in my class or whatever it may be or work or family or whatever it may be. But we have to be able to have that connection. Like we keep saying our kind of understand the good or when, when, excuse my language, but when shit goes wrong, like 
or shit hits the fan, like you have to be able to say good and move, move forward and kind of keep climbing, keep going. And I know like there's all these motivational speakers out there, but it really comes down to being in the fight. Like I like to say, like, you know, like when you're in the military, you're in the fight. Like, um, I'll talk about my friend or not my, not my friend, but, um, I, I got, I got to know this family, the Travis Mann family and Travis was a Marine and, you know, Travis always lived by the code. If not me, then who? Um, and I got to meet his sister and I ran a marathon in Disney world a couple years ago for him and in, in his honor. And I've always lived by the, if not me, then who, and, you know, going through this, the last past couple months, like, if not me, then who, if I'm not going to go through this and show people that I can come out of this and not care what everyone else thinks or not care what everyone else thinks when they say you're toxic, when you go through mental health, um, if not me, then, then who's going to go through it? Is that person even going to get through it? So I want to show kind of live, be a living, a walking kind of image of it's okay not to feel okay, but you can get through it. And it's good that sometimes it's going to suck. And sometimes it's going to, it's going to hurt. And sometimes you're going to feel really crappy about yourself and you're not going to want to be here. And I got to that point and, and I, and I'm proud to say I'm still here and I'm proud to say I still get to wake up and pinch myself. And this morning I went for a run. I saw the sun come up a little bit and peek over the mountains in Utah and it's beautiful. And I think more people need that and more people need to see like, okay, like the bad times are not always going to happen or not going to last, but we need the people around us to understand what we're going through, that we're not toxic, we're not a bad person just because we're depressed or we're angry at the world or whatever it may be. Like it's a chemical imbalance for a couple, for a, per, a person. Like our brain is, there's a bunch of chemicals in there. And sometimes you just need to help the person understand that and continue to help grow and continue to open this conversation up because like the, this needs to, this conversation needs to continue to grow. And I still think there's a stigma around it. And like we keep, we talked about in the beginning of this podcast, like we need to break down the, the stigma and continue to go. And because I didn't want to be a statistic and I know I don't want anyone else in my life to be a statistic. So why not have this conversation, open it up, you know, and find the good out of the bad. Absolutely. Why not have the conversation? And this is a great start. This, this could be the start of something incredible. This yeah. conversation right here that we're having, this could change the lives of anybody that's listening to it. For sure. That's what we're trying to trying to do here today. Um, yeah. That, that was kind of our goal when we set up this episode. Um, you know, just to talk about it and let people know that you can talk about it. And yep. hopefully that, that we can affect someone's lives. Sure. It's been incredible experience talking to you i'm glad that that we got to break down your story a little bit that you know we know who you are now yeah and i'm not saying my story is just you know worse than everyone else's but i wanted to use my story to show like i'm a young person i've gone to college i've been in the military been around college athletics been around athletics and to show that there is someone out there that it's okay to say when you're not okay and like everyone there's a bunch of people out there who have it worse than me like they're they're like it's crazy to think like that we, when we have a bad day you know, there's a kid struggling to find food on the table or whatever it may be. But we have to understand that when you're, when you're in a low place, you have to be able to speak up, but also the people who are speaking up, we as society have to be able to listen and be open to help them 
and not think they're toxic or a bad person or crazy or but whatever it may be, we have to be able to understand that it's okay not to be okay. And we have to be willing to help and, you know, and, and find the good in what the outcome could be. Yeah. You said we have to be able to listen. Um, there's a big difference between hearing something or someone and listening yeah. to someone. I'm sure. in the living room. I'm listening, you know, the TV's on it's background noise, right? I hear right. it, but I'm not listening to it. Exactly. If that makes sense. So For sure. You could hear someone, but you I mean, you might not be listening to them. That sure. you need to flip that. You need to listen to what someone's saying and not just hear them. You exactly. need to, to take the info in that they're telling you because mm-hmm. if you just hear them, you're probably not going to do anything with it. But if you listen no. to what they're saying and you take that in, you could change their day like that. You could change their, their life. Exactly. Exactly. And like, like it could be life changing. Like you, you, it could save a life. You know, like you want someone to listen to you. Like. Obviously, like when a person gets to a low spot that really no one's listening to them. You no, know, they, they feel like they're in a place where they're all alone. And they, they, they'll have no one. Um, but we need to understand that, you know, it's, it's okay to listen, you know, and maybe that listening, like we talked about that conversation aspect, you know, like when you, when you go into a college campus or when you go into a, a busy shopping center or mall, like, and you meet someone new, whatever it may be. Like that conversation can, it, it can save someone because you don't know what's going on inside of them. They may look great on the outside, but they may be like, it may feel like a punching bag on the inside, if that makes sense. Um, but I think that's the biggest thing is just listen. Like, you know, I want to go into education and like, I want to be able to be a advocate for this and be advocate as I go on in my life. So people can say, what a day, you know, I, I wear a wristband on my wrist like you have, but um, it says what a day on it. And it reminds me of that I'm still here and I still get to say what a day and I still get to, you know, call up my family or, or go see a friend or go for a hike or a run or whatever it may be or coach the game I love. But it's because someone's going to listen or someone's going to hear you or that that's why that person's going to get through the, the bad days and find the good. Absolutely. So I guess our message to the audience today would be be a friend, listen to people. Yeah. And accept them for what they're going through because not everybody's perfect and not everybody's Superman. Nobody's Superman. So just listen, be a friend and and help them, you know, see another day. For sure. I I appreciate you coming on. This was, this was awesome. This is really good. Uh, You know, just to hear that it's common and it happens in athletics and it happens with people who have done the hardest things, you know, like you, you have going through, you know, basic and, you know, serving in the military, that's hard stuff. And, it, it can happen to anybody. Yep. Uh, I appreciate you for your service, A. Oh, no, I, I, I had to get out during training, so you don't have to thank me. I mean, obviously my injury derailed it. There, there's a lot of other people um, who've done more, way more than me, um, but I just hope this conversation opens up that we all have the ability to serve others and have the ability to reach out and say it's okay when someone's not feeling well or when someone's down and out um, that we can serve others and, you know, like have that team around them, even if you're not in a sport. Um, Cause someday sports are going to end for all of us. You know, like I don't play anymore. I just coach, but I still like, when I go back home, I try to connect with the buddies I played football with or whatever it may be. Um, but I just hope, like we said, like be a friend, man. Like, I think that's what more society needs. I think society needs that, 
that be able to put their hand out and say, it's okay. Like I got you or, you know, like, you know, a brotherhood or whatever it may be um, to kind of find that and fight this void and fight this stigma that people are going around in all of society, not just sports, not just military, not just, you know, young people, it, it goes on in everyone. And I just hope this podcast can kind of open up conversations and um, kind of be a dr- driving stone, like for people who, you know, who are represent mental health communities or help mental health people, or even just regular young people, society want to help a friend. Um, it's okay not to feel okay. And um, I just hope this podcast can, was a huge stepping. I didn't just sound like I was rambling on, but um, you know, that I really appreciate you having me on. And, you know, th- this was really hard to do. Like I had to pump myself up all day to do this. Um, but uh, you know, I, I, I hope this, this can be a driving force and be a huge stepping stone in breaking the stigma of mental health and what it's about and, and what people are truly going through. Cause it, it needs, it needs to be talked about. And I'm glad that we got you on. This was really interesting to talk about. Uh, I absolutely learned a little bit from it. And um, just to the audience, you know, if, if Jack doesn't mind, if you guys listen to this and you have questions for him and you guys want to have him back on sometime, you know, shoot those to the Instagram, reach out to me personally, and I'll get those questions to him. And if, you know, if he would be so kind to, to answer your guys' questions, then, then we can even record another episode or, you know, I can record a solo episode just with his answers to your guys' questions. So, um, for sure. Just, just let us know, man. We just want to sp- spread the word, and you know, it's it's gonna be all right. Jack, I appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to to sit down with us and have this conversation because, like you said, it does need to be talked about, talked about, and um, it was it was very cool to do this. So, thank you very much. No worries, no worries, and I wish you the best of luck the rest of the season, and I hope to see the Bison win the national championship again. Because you guys are a powerhouse, so um, keep it going. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. Well, guys, right, that's brother. the episode. So, so uh, appreciate you guys listening. Continue to share this, spread this on Facebook, Twitter, wherever you guys have been sharing it. Uh, we really appreciate your support, and this is an extremely important episode that we want to get out there. So, so continue to share it. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day.